are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuk. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I am Kate Majuk. You could follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And of course, as always, I am joined by Marcus Mosier. You could follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Give the show a follow on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. Hit that subscribe button. Leave those five-star reviews wherever you listen to all of your fantasy football content because we are in season, baby. Almost. We're so close. We even have a game this week to watch. We have so much news, and uh, not all of it is fantastic. Marcus. No, no, we've got some bad news that we're going to get to. But first and foremost, Kate, our teams playing against each other in the Hall of Fame. Bada bing. Right? That's going to be that's going to be fun. Uh, we're actually going to get to talk about some football stuff. So let's, Kate, let's talk about the the unfortunate news of the weekend. Carson Wentz has hurt his foot. Uh, Frank Wright, their head coach, on Monday said that he will undergo surgery. The the estimated timetable is five to 12 weeks. And I got to admit, that's like the biggest window of time that I've ever seen for a player. Uh, but for, you know, just your gut call, or what, what do you think about Carson Wentz and his dynasty value now that he's going to probably miss some games in the regular season? Uh, I think we should be, we should be concerned. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing a 28 year old quarterback. I feel like in my brain, I always consider Carson Wentz to be younger than he is because I feel like we just haven't had as much opportunity to see him on the field but I mean Mm -hmm. essentially we're looking at a 28 year old quarterback who's had one truly fantasy relevant season uh not to say that he's had yeah not to say that he's had the best run of luck in terms of weapons in terms of uh you know injuries to his his offensive line this guy, it, he's had a really unfortunate go, um, but I, I mean, between the ACL tear, if foot foot surgery, I do think, um, you know, we've we've seen plenty of players, and you know, I'm not speaking as a uh, sports physical therapist or anything like that, but I mean, typically, it, foot surgery, it it can be, uh, especially Aaron Rappaport says a bone will be removed. That recovery, it sounds a little tricky to me, uh, especially for a guy who uh, just has caught those injury bugs before. The timeline's concerning. I think you have to worry about, uh, you know, his his overall mobility. I'm I'm just not not in on Carson Wentz anymore. He's being drafted right now, uh, and when I say right now, prior to this news. Hmm. In July, he was being drafted as the quarterback 22 in Dynasty startups behind Mac Jones, Tom Brady, ahead of assets like Kirk Cousins. I, what do you think? Uh, what does this do to his value? Because I'm, I, I have to admit that I'm going to be very, very hesitant to take Carson Wentz uh, at any point in my Dynasty drafts with this this news coming out. Uh, it- it's frustrating because it's – I mean, we have no idea how long it's going to be. My guess is, Kate, that he's going to miss the first month and a half of the season because I think – doesn't it feel like the Colts are trying to protect the long-term investment here? Like they, they basically told him, hey, you're getting surgery, so that way you can be healthy by the end of the season, which for us it basically means it's a throwaway season, right? Because he's just never going to really gel with any of these guys. So – Again, being drafted as quarterback 2021, 20, I think you're going to see him drop down below guys like 
Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, maybe even Mac Jones as we get into the season. I, I think it's just a killer for his dynasty value. Yeah, I, I again, I always look at the age and I think to myself that Carson Wentz feels a bit younger. But Carson Wentz, he is a guy that we have seen uh, have a willingness to be mobile. Not a super, super active rushing quarterback, but um, last season did rack up five rushing touchdowns in his time as starter. He had played 12 games and they played the Jalen Hurts uh, Russian roulette game with him. But that's mm. like that's not bad. That's not not too bad. And it's always nice to have those extra yards as cushion in fantasy football. You have to wonder, are we going to see, uh, you know, another season like 2018 where we had fewer than 93 rushing yards no bueno don't love that he he wasn't um you know he he just he wasn't a rusher um and that lowers his ceiling considerably it's not even like the the weapons within the Colts offense are uh you know just stacked assets we have Mm T.Y. Hilton on the potential verge of retirement you have Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell, uh, you know, two two wide receivers with plenty of potential, but a lot of unknowns in this offense. The only certainty seems to be, uh, you know, that offensive line and the guys running behind it. We know we like Jonathan Taylor. So uh, maybe we'll take a quick break and then let's let's talk about how this affects uh, Jonathan Taylor and the rest of the Colts offense. Yeah, I want to tell you guys about Built Bar, the absolute best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your next box at BuiltBar.com. All right, Kate, you teased it. We're going to talk about Jonathan Taylor and how it affects the rest of this offense in a second. But I, I did want to ask you this. Do you think the Colts are going to make a trade for a quarterback or do you think they really are going to go into the season with Jacob Beeson as their starter? I think you have to make a trade. I, I just, I, I can't. You're not a Jacob Beeson guy. I, I don't think the Colts are, are Jacob Beeson guys. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, we, we can play this, this sort of game, but I do think that there are a lot of interesting players in this whole, uh, you know, quarterback roulette, these training camp battles, I do think there are plenty of quarterbacks out there that uh, are worth, you know, watching. If the if the Colts truly felt like they were that close to contending, I do think there are some really decent backups on the market in in these situations where uh, you have like a rookie quarterback, a la uh, Mac Jones and Cam Newton. Maybe they make a move mm-hmm. for Cam Newton. Who knows? Uh, you know, you have Teddy Bridgewater. You have Andy Dalton, who. Uh, I mean, at this point, I'm kind of looking at Carson Wentz as a pretty like similar-ish player with a similar-ish stealing to Andy Dalton. I think that could be an interesting move for them. I, I've got one. I've got one. What about a coach, a quarterback that Frank Wright knows really well in Nick Foles? I feel like it's a matter of time before we before we are just <laughs> waiting for this news. Um, now, in terms, uh, I, I would feel so bad for Carson Wentz. That would be awful to, to get replaced again by by Nick Foles. That would be <laughs> and again, not it would not be surprising whatsoever. Now, out of all these these quarterbacks, uh, who could potentially uh, be acquired by the Colts? 
Is there anybody that you're looking to maybe get a jump on in your dynasty league? Send out some offers now before they made a potential move to the Colts. Is there any anybody giving you those tingly sensations? Yeah, for me, it's Marcus Mariota. I think that one makes the most sense because he's the cheapest of all of the guys that we are, we are going to mention between Garoppolo, even Cam Newton, Jameis Winston. Um, I, I think the price tag is going to be relatively low, a day three pick. And I also think he kind of fits in that offense. Like if the goal is just to protect the football and to run Jonathan Taylor and run read option for the first four weeks of the season until Carson Wentz gets back, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. But uh, I, I think what the Colts ultimately end up doing here depends on how quickly they think Wentz will be back. Because, Kate, I mean, you probably agree with me, right? If this is only a injury that lasts two weeks into the regular season, they're probably not making a trade for Mariota or Garoppolo, right? They're just riding with Eason, correct? I think so. Um, and I do think Mariota is... Uh, he's an interesting, interesting guy for fantasy football. He does cost literally nothing. Um, the thing that's worth noting, I mean, when he was under center for, uh, you know, just a very, very brief moment in time last season, he actually leads all uh, quarterbacks for the 2020 season in terms of uh, <laughs> fantasy points per game. Can, like, do we need to talk yeah. about that? I mean, I, I do think he could be effective for fantasy and dynasty players if he is traded to the Colts. Again, I, I think that's the most likely trade because he's the cheapest. Uh, we shall see if that's going to happen. Um, let's talk about the playmakers around him. Jonathan Taylor is somebody who I obviously love. I have him ranked as my number two dynasty running back right now. In redraft leagues, I think it's not crazy to take him at number one. Uh, we'll say that for a different show, but... Um, how much do you think this hurts Jonathan Taylor, at least in the first two months of the season? I do think this this affects him. Like, Jonathan Taylor is a guy, you know, similar to Anaji Harris, who I do think is talented enough that he is going to overcome, uh, you know, it, poor situations. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he was just my absolute clear-cut uh, number one running back. And I just... I mean, average 17 PPR points a game. And the offense wasn't mm -hmm. that different last season. Uh, no. You know, I, I don't I think it, there's going to be plenty of question marks about Jonathan Taylor. But the real uh, the real question mark I have is how bad is this offense going to get? How low does it drop? Uh, because if you do see, you know, uh, if they roll with Jacob Eason, I'm, I'm genuinely curious as to how many you know goal line opportunities we're going to see for Jonathan Taylor, how much time they're actually going to be able to spend running the ball, and that's the biggest question mark. But again, you know, you look at talent situation. It, Jonathan Taylor doesn't slip out of the top five for me because I still think he's going to touch the ball at least three hundred and twenty times. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it just makes me so much less excited about him because of the touchdown, you know, potential. Because I, I, I truly thought he had a chance to lead the league in touchdowns this year on that offense. But man, Kate, as you look at this Colts schedule, it, it's absolutely brutal, and it could be brutal for Jonathan Taylor, right? Like they're playing the Rams and then the Titans, which actually that's not a bad matchup, but. Dolphins, Ravens, 49ers, uh, Titans again, uh, Bills, Buccaneers, Patriots. Like, there's a lot of good defense stacked in there. And if the Colts have, you know, let's say average to below average quarterback play, it, it could get ugly. Um, let's talk about the pass catchers. 
Uh, T.Y. Hilton not probably doing a lot for you. I know a lot of people are excited about Michael Pittman. Uh, we've talked about Paris Campbell on this podcast. Jack Doyle, are we just kind of moving everybody down a little bit in our rankings because of this news? I mean, let's be honest, none of them were uh, none of them were too high in in any rankings. No. Michael Pittman uh, finished out July as the wide receiver 44 in Dynasty Startups, just 23 years old, 6'4", 223 pounds. I think he's got potential to be like the alpha wide receiver uh, if given the opportunity. But again, the the quality of, of the passes, you have to worry that the things aren't going to align uh, for Michael Pittman or, um, you know, any of these assets really for the entire yeah. season. But maybe we're going to find some like one year uh, value in the tight ends because we did see a huge propensity towards the tight end position. Mo Ali Cox, um, you know, he's been drafted as the tight end 32 and you can probably get him relatively cheap in a tight end premium league. Uh, But we know he has upside. He's got all of the size in the world. So if I'm a, a quarterback who doesn't uh, have you know a true wide receiver one who's established themselves um i think you know why not throw to the six seven 250 pound tight end in mo alley cox he could be a really sneaky value in in ppr leagues and he could be a really interesting loner uh for very very cheap just because the the team is very tight end friendly I agree. I think that's the one guy that I probably am buying. I want to go back to Michael Pittman because he's actually somebody that I don't own in a lot of leagues. But let's just kind of see where his value is at. Uh, according to Dynasty League Football, uh, he's currently wide receiver 42. Uh, here's the receivers going uh, behind him. You tell me if you would take Pittman over any of these guys. Michael Gallup? No. Okay. Adam Thielen? I would take Adam Thielen. Okay. Kadarius Tony. I would still stick with Pittman, I believe. I, I agree with you on that one. That one, I'm, I'm just lower than the consensus on Tony. Uh, Curtis Samuel. I will take Michael Pittman. Okay. So we're thinking about wide receiver 44, 45 in that range. So, again, a slight downgrade, but nothing worrying, you know, nothing to panic about right now, correct? And Yeah, and the nice thing is, I mean, you, you weren't drafting him very highly to begin with. So... Uh, maybe right. this gives him a bump down and you, you do have to be concerned that, you know, if he doesn't get this sort of opportunity to play with a decent quarterback and, you know, establish himself as, um, you know, a lead leading receiver for a team anytime soon, uh, the odds just continue to drop that he will, you know, have yep. that breakout. So definitely somebody to, to keep an eye on because I mean, from a draft prospect perspective, he's, uh, I mean, he should he should break out. Uh, the hope is that he, he would should, break yes. out if given the opportunity. It's just really unfortunate because I thought that this Colts team had a chance to be really good on offense this season with the offensive line, the running game. And if Carson Wentz could even be competent, I thought, you know, this this was a team that could, you know, maybe score 27, 28 points per game. It seems like it's going to be awfully rough. And I think even our stud like Jonathan Taylor – 
I think his production might be a little bit more inconsistent than what we were hoping for. Um, let's take one more quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action on Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs of the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Kate, we're going to finish the show up by talking about some injuries at the wide receiver position. I want to start with Devontae Smith. Uh, it was announced on Monday that he has an MCL sprain. That's likely to keep him out only two to three weeks. But are you concerned about this injury going into the season? I'm not. Uh, I think the biggest hit is going to be the fact that he's going to miss out on reps with Jalen Hurts. But Devonta Smith, he's such a a, a polished receiver. I think he's very uh, mentally ready. So if he's able to recover from this knee injury relatively quickly, it's... I don't think we're, we need to worry too much about the missed reps um, as long as he's, you know, keeping up with the playbook. But, I mean, Devonta Smith, what what do you project? He's one of these guys that I'm, I've had a, a real issue ranking for the 2021 season specifically because he is so mm-hmm. polished that I don't, you know, I, I think he's pretty ready to step on the field and can produce uh, with a, a target share despite the size. Um is this something that you're worried about? It seems uh, as though Ian Rappaport is saying uh, we should not be worried. But again, it's uh, maybe it's more about the missed time that we should be concerned about. Yeah, I, I'm a little worried. Not that he's going to miss games. I just, when you have these injuries going into your first training camp, it, typically they linger, right? And they're nagging. So again, I'm not worried about Smith missing games, but I just... I wonder if we'll never see him quite at 100% all season long. And then with, I mean, this sounds dumb, but with them bringing back Zach Ertz, I just wonder if we're going to see more two tight end sets, if we're going to see more of a ball control style offense. I I think I was a little bit more down on Devontae Smith than most people just because I don't necessarily trust the quarterback. Um, I think this is going to be a low volume passing offense. And I think this is just another reason why why I'm probably selling Devontae Smith more so in redraft leagues and dynasty, but it's just not the type of news you want to see in early August. Yeah, this this doesn't move uh, this doesn't move any of the needles for me in terms of Devonta Smith's uh, value in redraft or dynasty leagues. I think it, I'm I'm still pretty comfortable with Devonta Smith right now in terms of ADP. Just for this season, he's going as the wide receiver thirty one. Um, in startup mm-hmm. dynasty leagues being drafted as the wide receiver 25 not a huge gap there uh surprisingly no. in terms of adp in redraft versus dynasty startups um but i do think that you know perhaps this injury to devonta smith uh is going to drop him in some rankings because there there as another uh another alabama wide receiver who's also injured Maybe providing the opportunity for a guy like Elijah Moore to uh, mm. really start to mm. climb the ranks and uh, you know take over uh, some of that that rookie hype for these two guys. Uh, I love it. I love that Elijah Moore call. We're gonna have to talk about him later in the week. There's just one other injury I wanted to mention just really quickly. Um, 
uh, Rashad Bateman seems like he's dealing with a little bit of a hamstring injury, uh, or excuse me, a muscle injury. I don't believe uh, that John Harbaugh said that it was a hamstring. But um, again, with these guys all missing time in practice, does that have you concerned with Bateman at all? It, it does concern me with Bateman. Bateman, sorry. Um, it does concern mm-hmm. me with Bateman a little bit more because he's a guy that uh, it, most recently. Uh, we saw him struggle a bit at Minnesota. Um, you know, I think he's a guy that is less polished than a Devonta Smith. I think he needs those reps more. And another situation that we have to monitor in Baltimore is uh, the situation with Lamar Jackson. He tested positive for COVID, so he's been out of camp too. Um, I think Baltimore just has overall more question marks in terms of hmm. uh, who's going to be able to do what. But Rashad Bateman is a guy that, you know, I think given his most recent performance uh, in his his final season, I I do want him out there getting those reps. And if this is going to be something that lingers, it is a little bit more concerning for me. Uh, Another injury out in Baltimore, according to John Harbaugh this morning, Kate, uh, Marquise Brown suffered a more significant hamstring injury than they initially thought sounds like he's going to miss the next couple of weeks of practice at the at the you know the, he could miss more than that is what i'm trying to say uh so it's just an offense it seems like it's in flux right now you've got multiple guys missing time you've got a quarterback that hasn't practiced yet in training camp in general is this an offense that you might just try to stay away from this season not only in dynasty but also in redraft I think it is, and it comes down to just overall cost for some of these assets. Um, You know, I I think everybody was uh, not super pumped about, you know, the prospects going to uh, Baltimore specifically because of the questions about their passing game. But I think everybody was very excited for the opportunity that uh, we might see Rashad Bateman, you know, lift up that offense tylon wallace Mm -hmm. uh, maybe these two combined would elevate the passing game a little bit Um, and i think that's made us a little bit more comfortable with lamar jackson after him having a down season i think everybody's just a little overpriced given the the number of questions here and these are all guys that i think are going to fall down my my draft board a little bit in the season to come but uh, might be primed for more of a 2022 breakout. And, and that's why you've got to watch the price of all of these guys in your dynasty leagues uh, and, and buy when, you know, the, the value is a, a bit lower, I think. I agree. It's also one of these things that's pretty fluid, right? Like, again, it's August 2nd. If Hollywood Brown is back by August 20th and Lamar Jackson has two weeks of training camp under his belt and plays in a preseason game and Rashad Bateman is back... I, I think we can kind of put some of those concerns to the side. But again, as we got into the first couple of weeks of training camp, it's a, it is a little concerning what we're hearing out of Baltimore. So that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Please follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnDynasty. You can follow Kate at FFBallBlast. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Ryan and Matt will be back on Tuesday. We'll be back on Thursday, and we will see you guys then.